We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ohio State game. That was the coolest event I've ever been to. And I look, it was great watching the Stanley Cup. That's right there. Being there in 2004 when the Pistons won the championship. Right, Mag's home run was right there. But just the absolute relief yeah. of finally slaying the A-holes was just, with the snow coming down, that was just such a cool freaking moment. That was, to me, the best event I've been to since I've been in Michigan for some 36 years, which says a lot considering the championships that I referred to. Yeah, but, I mean, this is, again, you don't have to be there. Right. Um, no, I know. You know in terms Most of, people of, aren't there. Right. Um, how does this rank in your sports life? Obviously, for me, I've got to go to the Rose Bowl in 97. That, yes. you know, and, and, and that, you know, some may have that, some may not, but this is my sports life. Right. Yes. So you stay out of it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not planning on saying you're right or wrong. I can't um, tell anybody if they're right or wrong. That on one this. is one for me for a lot of reasons. The one where I, I wasn't involved in was the 84 World Series. Tigers. For me, that one is, and I know you didn't want to go back to your youth. Well, my youth isn't right. quite as far back. Yes. And th- that one has shaped my fandom of sports my entire life. Right. Yeah. I, my, one of my heroes, one of my top three heroes in, in the world outside of my dad is Kirk Gibson. Now, if you would have said this, you know, uh, you know a Spartan, mm-hmm. right, would, would have been this guy. I I didn't matter at that time because of what I saw him do against the goose. What I Tom Brookins, you know Lance Parrish, everything that went into that season, and and then obviously that that World Series was amazing to me. I get it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. You gov. I mean. The coolest, most, because it was just so unbelievable. Uh, it, it was seeing the Fab Five advance the Final Four as freshmen. Wow. I went to the regionals in Lexington. I lucked into the tickets because I had them before they got that bracket. I just, mm. it's a, a gift my grandma gave me. We were all going to make this trip. And then Michigan got the draw and they beat uh, Oklahoma State and Eddie Sutton in the Sweet 16, super tight game. And Eddie Sutton was returning to Kentucky. There was just a lot of drama. Carolina and Ohio State were the other game. And then Michigan played Ohio State to go to the Final Four. They had lost to him the two times. Ohio State was the one seed. And I, it, it was just Shock an, the world. It was an incredible game. And both of those games, because Weber got in huge foul trouble in the Sweet 16. They somehow survived thanks to Freddie Hunter, yeah. of all people, a non-Fab 5 a, guy. A, a, a macker player Maybe and then the macker the the elite eight game against ohio state went to ot and chris gent for the buckeyes missed a five foot bunny shot to, to win the game at regulation and the the arena was three quarters buckeye fans because they were closer and bought all the tickets from the two losing teams it was just a surreal thing because we were in the arena and i think that's where it relates to this i know people hung around for a long time sunday yep. night in yes. Ford field we, we were in the arena 45 minutes after the game because they were on the court celebrating, cutting down the nets. Yeah. And I'd never seen anything. And my favorite team, and it was 
five freshmen that did that. It was unbelievable. Well, it's amazing how life goes in in cycles and you know in circles. <clears throat> you were there last night, yesterday, yesterday, Michigan, Ohio State, and for the first time in God knows how long, the five of them were together again. And who was calling the game? Jimmy Jackson. Yeah. Of Crazy. Ohio State. Yeah, at halftime, Jimmy and uh, Gus Johnson went over there hanging out with the Fab Five. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they were going to be there. I had no clue. No, nobody cool did. I see, don't think anybody did. It was did. pretty cool to see Weber there. You'd like to, I guess, apparently they mended fences. Yes. Are we still waiting for the book to get the story? <laughs> yeah. Because we got to make money off that story. Right? Oh, yeah. You can't I'm just sure. get the story from Chris. Right. No. Sorry. No. You I, hear I, a little bitterness there still? Yeah. I have no like, idea, but they. I saw the video of them in the locker room oh, after cool. the game. Yeah. Good. They, it was a Cool environment there yesterday. It's fun to go to. The crowd was a little thin. I think it was just the totality of everything that's happened. The people had probably been to the Lions game the night before. Oh yeah. Uh, people had been to the Michigan celebration Saturday. Yeah. And, and, the, and the you trips. have two. And you have two bad basketball teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a fun game though. They actually played pretty decent for a change. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, get, talking about your twenty-one Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to mention a a fan base that obviously felt that relief that you talked about that stuck around after that game. Oh yeah, and on the on as we rushed the field uh, because I did that with my kids and wanted to make sure that they were safe, but I wanted to celebrate and enjoy that moment as well. Um, they all looked at me at about the same time. They're like, Dad, this is the happiest I think we've ever seen you. And I said, well, this is the first time in your lifetime that we've beat Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, but that, that yes. went into it. So, I mean, yes. that, that's actually, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go right down my list, but no, that one to me was, was, was number four. Yeah. And real quick, the one as a kid was when the Flyers beat the Russians to save North American hockey because the Russians beat, you know, they tied Montreal. They beat all the teams in the last game. And the Flyers were a very tough, dirty team, and the Russians got all upset, and they walked off the ice because they were hurt so bad. Oh. And then they went to They walked off or they skated off? They, whatever. They skated off the ice. You sat there. You didn't know what was going on for 20 minutes. And then the uh, promoter, uh, somebody said, to, hey, you, you guys don't get back on the ice. You don't get paid. And they played. And the Flyers kicked their ass. Way to go, North they get America. Paid in, uh, rubles or whatever. Probably, probably. And, hey, the, my- and the players probably got nothing. <laughs> right, just all went to it all uh, went to the Kremlin the regime. And yeah. yes, exactly. Uh, a little side note: this Sunday with the Lions playing the Buccaneers. Yeah, three oh five kickoff. I think the Lightning are in town. Yeah, what time playing does the that Red game Wings. start? Five o'clock faceoff. <laughs> uh, this chatter of potentially moving that to something that's not quite as conflicting. Yeah, it was funny because I saw Ken Daniels. At the Wings game the other night against Edmonton, and as we know, the Wings were playing the Leafs on Sunday yeah. or Sunday night. At the same time, the the Lions game was supposed to start at seven, ended up starting at seven thirty because the Wings didn't get into Toronto till like three hours before game time. So Ken Daniels goes after the first period, I can just curse and say whatever I want because nobody's going to be watching the Wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Lions. All right, our telephone number is two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Where does Sunday night rank in your sports life? And has Jared Goff convinced you he is the future? Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
248-539-9797. Two Grand Slam at 725. Peter King, 735. Dan Campbell, 835. And TJ Lang will be here at 9 o'clock. You know what my favorite moment, though, from Sunday night was? What's up? After the game, hmm. walking into the uh, Lions uh, radio booth, not because we did our show from there, me and Jennifer Hammond, and but TJ, watching TJ walk into that booth and give Dan Miller, they were doing the tightest, biggest bro bear hugs I've ever seen. Just LFG, they were going crazy. <laughs> I wish I had my phone on where I could have actually videoed them. Yeah. It was unbelievable how pumped they were. It, it's it's been a long time, yeah. And, and and if there's anybody that knows the excitement of winning in the playoffs and the momentum that happens and and the opportunities that present themselves because you're playing Tampa, a team that you already beat, all right. Then you get a chance to go to probably San Francisco, but maybe it's Green Bay, and you get to host another one. Is TJ Lang? Yeah. Like he's a Super Bowl champ. Yes. He understands what that means and what type of role you can get on. Mm-hmm. And how unique it is. You may not, you may have a better team next year, but maybe your record's not as good because, okay, you had some success this year. You're right. going to play a tougher in season schedule next yes. year. And you had 12 regular season wins this year. Maybe next year it's 10, maybe it's 11, whatever it is. All right. It may not feel the same, but you may have a better team. You may not have as good of an opportunity in the playoffs. There's a lot of unique things that happen. And right now, you may never be this healthy. Right. I was going to say your quarterback might get hurt. Like, or at least half the quarterbacks line. in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it's so the, the moment is. The moment is what the moment is, right? And yeah. and you have a great opportunity right now. Mm-hmm. Something that is unique, especially in Detroit, because it's been so long. What do you do when you want to have that great moment? You go to Jared. <laughs> Two four eight. If five, I three, see those, there's a guy in our in our section that had that sign. Had that sign. <laughs> we went to Jared, and I just you know what? I just want to punch the sign. I want. Eh. Well, that was cl- somewhat clever. It was clever, you know, at week two. I didn't hear it in week two. Uh, it, it just, you know, it was the first time I even saw a sign or I heard that expression it was Sunday night, actually, because yeah. of who they played. I Yes, I understand that. I don't know. I just, that that one, wow, I'm people can have signs, whatever they want. I don't, that, fine. It, it just annoyed the hell out of me. Okay. <laughs> two, four, eight, five, three. That's a, you know, look, who's, little things annoy me, as you know. Yeah. That, to me, is the most surprising thing that would annoy you. I can see it with you. It's it's almost like the cleverness is actually a turnoff for you. Yes. And yes. You're, you're, you're more of a nuts go, and bolts. You gotta have a sign to say go Lions. Like you would like my sign back in the ninety finals that got taken away when I was at Palace Vision and it said Clyde and the Bay's Blazers suck and it was CBS. <laughs> you like that kind of sign, right? Yes, I'm up They by, confiscated that from us. Did that, yeah. Can't have it. Can't have it. You couldn't at that time. You could have now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Language doesn't matter anymore. Uh, only only from six to oh, ten. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jason and Berkeley are ninety seven on the ticket. Hey guys. Hi, Jason. Good morning. morning. Um, go Lions and go Blue, yeah. first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, my top sports moment, aside from the few that have happened recently, obviously, um, 2011, uh, the Wings, I believe it was the second round of the playoffs that year. They took on San Jose and uh, ended up going down 3 nothing in the series. And um, they slowly came back. 
um, told my friends, you guys want to buy tickets if they win game two, because game three was back at the Joe, and everybody agreed, so they won game two, bought tickets for game three at the Joe, and that place was rocking, man. I've never been in a atmosphere like that. Stands were shaking. They, uh, it was a close game. I believe it was tied 1-1. It was 0-0 for most of the game. I think in the third period, San Jose took a one nothing lead, and uh, we ended up tying it up with maybe 10 minutes left. And, uh, man, that place was crazy. Absolutely electric. That's one of my best sports moments, probably my top. Wow, and then then they lost they lost the game seven though, right? Yeah, they lost the game seven. Yeah, back in San Jose, but that just after the that game, walking was... to the car, man, it, it was just incredible. I remember watching replays on TV. You could see the camera shaking from the crowd, just going crazy. And and that was I think that was my last game at the Joe too. So that made it understandable. Special. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 248-539-9797. All right. Jared Goff won the hearts of Lion fans and maybe football fans everywhere with the performance on, on Sunday, uh, partly because a lot of people don't like Sean McVay and the fact that, let's face it, and McVay admitted it afterwards, and he even said it again after the game uh, Sunday night, he, you know, did not, it didn't go well the way he handled the whole yep. Goff-Stafford situation. Goff having a tremendous game on Sunday. Those first three drives were terrific, and he had to make the throw to ice the game he did. Uh, and that was a gutsy call. And everybody's like, we were joking about the Jared Goff sign. You know, I, 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 tur- I turned to Jared. Is, has he done enough? Or in I your, went to Jared. Yes. Has, has he done enough for you to be convinced he is – the future quarterback of the Detroit Lions in the long term. He did for me last, I mean, going into the season, I said it, I would have given him the extension this past offseason. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and, okay, fine, we let this thing go, and he's proven to more people uh, that he is the guy, maybe not everybody, but I think he has proven to more people, and you're going to pay him more, but there's more people that are on board with paying him more. So maybe it's it's it, you know in the end it's it was good for PR because more people are are going to be able to say yes I think Jared Goff well and I'm not talking about giving him a you know seven year deal right probably a three year contract which would be four from this year he's got one you tack three more on the end maybe it's a four year deal so you're you're you know he's he's married to you for the next five years I'm okay with that and and I think most people are. And the fact that he has been able to go out, you know, I don't think anybody expected him to be the NFL MVP this year. No. He was having that type of season until we had a bump in the road. And there was a three-game, four-game stretch where he didn't play his best football. He was able to pull one of those games out with a couple of, you know, drives at the end of the game. That was the first game against Chicago. Saved that one. But then there were, you know... a. Three games where he didn't play well, but nobody else around him played well either. Correct. And so now you've won the NFC North, 12 regular season wins, and you are looking at the possibility of going to the NFC Championship game. And and and, and what should be the probability yeah. of going to the NFC Championship right. game. They're, you they're, won a home playoff right. game. So, yeah, he's done enough. Sign him. 
and let's move on. Right. Sign them and um, make it somewhere where if for some reason whatever happens uh, this season does is not indicative of what he does the rest of his career, make it somewhat cap-friendly or opt-friendly where you can get out of it somehow. Well, because so- let, look, he's going to be 30 years old. In October, which is not old for a quarterback, it's not. It's not even. I mean, exactly not at all. But so, and well, what's great about Jared Goff is his smarts on the field. He usually makes the right decision. Now, there are sometimes, especially when you see it when you're up top, when you're sitting there, he's looking around, you see a guy right, wide open in the flat, and he doesn't even look that way. But his arm strength, which has been criticized and probably rightfully so, is not going to get any better as he gets older. So I think you have to make the deal. I would prefer if it was a two-year extension, three years is, is fine. But I don't – I'm not going to say he's not as – look, I, I don't want him to get a, like a Dak Prescott contract where you're going to just be hampered. Or, or he, sh- he shouldn't get a top-five contract. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm just – I'm not I'm saying talking about you. Year. I said years, not yes, money. Right, exactly. Years. Yeah. That's and, why I think the little nitpicky criticism of Brad Holmes right now is that me and John both felt back in last February and early March that the opportunity was there to, to give him – offer him a three-year extension somewhere between 40 and $45 million. Yeah. And the savings right now would be ridiculous on that, and you would also – I mean, if look, if he wants to play hardball, he can argue, why should I take three years? Yeah. Sure. I mean, he does it. The Lions could offer him a contract, and he may say, you know what? I'm okay with playing this year, and if you want to franchise me and give me the you know average of the top three, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. I'll take that as well. That's fully guaranteed for a year. He's got a lot of money. It's right. not like he needs the money, but it is, it's a matter of appreciation, and you don't want to undersell yourself. So what the Lions could do is, and, and hopefully they're able to come to some agreement. Hey, do you want to win a Super Bowl, Jared Goff? Right. And if the answer is yes, how do we get it done here? Because clearly we want you to be here. We went out and we got you. We want you to be here. We stuck with you. We've been, we supported you. We never doubted you through 3-13-1, and 1-6. One, one now all of a sudden everything is going well. How do we, we're going to give you a number. Let's agree on a number. And whatever that is, say it's uh, $130 million, $135. And, and okay, we'll do three years, $135, whatever, you know, $45 million a year. But let's figure out how to structure it. Yes. Or let's let's hey, it's gonna be a three-year deal, but we're gonna put five on it so that we can structure it so that it's kept friendly and we can protect you right. with offensive linemen Plus, that we can pay Amon Ross St. Brown. Plus, the cap is going to continue to rise the way this league is, so it, the percentage of the cap will not will be lesser and lesser as the contract goes on. 248-539-9797. Right. In case you missed it last night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominated the pathetic Philadelphia Eagles 32-9. That sets up Sunday, 3 o'clock, Ford Field. The divisional round, the winner between the Lions and the Bucks goes to the NFC Championship game. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Buffalo over Pittsburgh 31-17. The Bills will host the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game in his career. Hey, the Pistons won a game. God, that's amazing. Marvin Bagley trade just got buried in this town. Uh, the Pistons over Washington, 129-117. Uh, Duran, 20 points and nine. 
13 rebounds and Alec Burks 34 off the bench. Michigan over Ohio State uh, yesterday at Chrysler 73 to 65. All right, 248-539-9797. We have some ticket texts talking about Jared Goff. Did Sunday make a decision in your mind and to make it easier for you to say, all right, let's extend them. Um, here's some ticket text. When he threw that backward pass and fumbled, I about lost it. Yeah. I I'm right not in front of me. I was like, Oh my God, I'm not signing him. I'll tag him the end of next year. Well, that's a chance. And here's what we don't know. If that does happen, which I don't think it is. I've been, you've been reading stuff that they've been talking about the extension, obviously with mm-hmm. the agent, uh, you risk, John, you know better than I, if a unappreciated quarterback in his mind is in the locker room, that's not necessarily a good thing. I think that Jared Goff would would be as 100% professional oh, yes. as possible. But there are things that are unconscious reactions right. in terms of body language and just Doing things a little bit differently, maybe not because you're consciously sitting there. Well, I'm going to stick it to the Lions mm-hmm. because they tagged me. That's not it. It's, it's and player uh, your teammates go and pick up on that. And you don't want a leader of your team to be playing like that or Correct. to be acting like that or be put in a position like that. Right. And this is a right now conversation. While we were talking in the break. What if they win the Super Bowl? I, I mean, it's yeah. a game changing. Oh yes. thing. I mean, he can come and say, I just. Quarterback to Detroit Lions to the Super Bowl. I want my fifty plus million a year, five years right now. Yeah, I mean, there, and there, I think there'd that, be and a, I, and I there'd think be a statue of of Brad Holmes carrying Dan Campbell, carrying Jared Goff. Yes, I mean, <laughs> and there's a listen, fair game here. In hindsight, the Baltimore Ravens screwed up giving Flacco the extension after he won the Super Bowl. Fluid situation. Ah, uh, here's some more. The we're talking about what's the best event you've been at. Uh, the 2021 victory of Ohio State looks so much bigger now when you can see what their offensive weapons have done in the NFL. It was like a passing all-star team for the Buckeyes that year, and Michigan smoked them. The Lions win on Sunday night ranks at the top for me, tied with the Tigers beating the Yankees in the playoffs. I give a small edge to that game as I was there, and no one expected the Tigers to win. Hey, guys, told you they dominate the line of scrimmage and win. This is my top sports moment. I got to watch the Lions win a playoff game for the first time in my life with my 70-year-old dad and my younger brother. We just lost my uncle last month, who was the biggest Lion fans I knew. Tears were flowing. Tyler from Warren. Mm. Uh, And Andrew says, big hockey fan. So my favorite sports moment were college hockey at Monterina for the original Michigan goal by Mike Legg and in St. Louis for MSU's Natty in 2007. All right, let's go to uh, Dante in New Baltimore. What's going on, Dante? Good morning, guys. You know, for the season, the ups and downs with golf were pretty hard for me personally. Like, I was his biggest critic. But after the last game, I've come to the conclusion, number one, I shouldn't stress so much about football. And number two, (laughs) um, it's it's a team game. And I think the culture that they built there and the type, and I'm just optimistically looking at Jared Goff here. I think he's the type of guy that's not me, me, me. He's all about the team. He's very quiet. I think he would give up money so they can keep continuing to build the pieces around him that make him good. Talking about that backwards pass, I almost lost. I mean, I almost went back to, like, when he had the games with all the interceptions. I'm like, here we go. Like, he can look like a shiny diamond one second, and then if he has to scramble out of the pocket, I hold my breath. 
every time. Like it's well, a, you don't have to hold it so long because I, he's quickly going down. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, he trips over his feet. Like, and I'm not taking away from his overall ability, but my personal opinion: when people ask me about golf, I said he's only as good as the weapons around him. And if he realizes that, like, if they go to the Super Bowl, I don't think he's going to say, "I want this much money," because I think mentality-wise, he knows he got there with that offensive line. I mean, if you look at all the losses. If, I, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, every loss we had, the line was moved around. Everybody was in different pieces. There were second and third stringers playing. Those were his worst games. He is only as good as that. So if I was Jared Goff and I was like, okay, I'm negotiating a contract, yeah, I'll take this less money. But here, make sure the money I, want, I would want goes towards keeping these weapons in front of me because I'm only as good as my line. It's, I think he knows well, that. There's, there's, there's an equation, and I don't know how you work this equation. It's going to be different for everyone, but especially every market. I don't, I don't expect Jared Goff to take a hometown discount or to take less. No. But if he is a part of the conversation regarding, all right, we need to make sure that we continue to have a top three offensive line. How do we do that? Where does this money go? The, the reinvest of money that – Let's just say he would leave on the table. But then there's also that calculation of, okay, we go to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for my earning potential off the field, outside of my NFL contract? We win a Super Bowl. Maybe we win two Super Bowls. What does that mean for my earning potential? My heart, Miss Elizabeth. Two. But but, but I'm talking about, okay, we win one. Tom, just use that. What if they go to the Super Bowl? All right, it's not break the bank in the moment. It is what does it mean if if, if that happens and I want to leave some money on the table for Amon Ross St. Brown so that I have somebody to throw the ball to, that I am protected, that I have somebody to hand the ball off to, but then what is it if I leave – Say I leave five million on the table. We're not talking about twenty right. million dollars no, here. If I leave five million on the table, but we go to back-to-back NFC Championship games, what is that? What is my earning potential off the field of being the quarterback of a winning team? But that's why I brought. I think Flacco's the is the is the guy. The example to use here, and I think golf is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco a little bit, not a lot, the a little one, bit. But me and you had a conversation off the air this season. When the Lions are kind of, you know, having some rough patches and Goff was having his worst part of the year and the Bucks started coming around and we actually just talked about what if Baker Mayfield was a Lions quarterback. They probably wouldn't be quite as good, but it wouldn't be that far away. It wouldn't. Um, uh, you said it. I'm not. You did. We were kind of like and the difference here. And, and you're talking so about different. Too. You're talking about millions of dollars here. And yeah, but the, the, the margin for winning this weekend is going to be a small margin. Now, everybody thinks, okay, well, they beat them during the regular season. It was down there. They're going to blow them out here. That's a small margin. But what does that margin cost you? If you have the better quarterback in Jared Goff versus Baker Mayfield, what is that margin worth to your team? But my What's thing, that win worth to my you? My thing and, is why Flacco is the example is because I, if Flacco broke the bank, the, the difference time. between that, because he was his contract was done. Right, exactly. After the Super Bowl, he was done. Jared Goff's contract is not done. Exactly. The team but still if, has leverage. If Goff, Flacco's the reason why Goff should give the Lions a little bit of a break. 248-539-9797. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.